Welcome into this next episode of Big A Sports Show. I'm your host, Adam Van Handel. And in this episode, I will be doing a preview of the Chicago Bears versus the Green Bay Packers Sunday Night Football game, which is on Sunday, November 29th. And it's at 7.20 p.m. Central Time on NBC. The Bears are 5-5. Five and five while the Packers are 7-2. and two. This will be their first of two regular season meetings this year, this one being in Lambeau Field. And a lot of you listeners uh, out there might uh, have come across within the news uh, the past week or so that uh, the Packers came out and said that they'll be allowing some fans. Uh, it'll be like team, team uh, families or... Uh, people of, of that nature, uh, it won't be any like typical fans that come out, you know, to a game. It'll be more team family members and everything. But I believe they said it's uh, around 500 people. So it, it'll give a good gauge of testing things out and be, them being all socially distant and everything in the COVID world that we're living in. So uh, hopefully that works and everything is good with that. And then we're able to keep making uh, steps of progress uh, and get back to normalcy. So that way we can have a whole bunch of fans in the stands like uh, normal without a COVID world. But right now we have football uh, and some semblance. So you have to appreciate that. And that's definitely something uh, to be thankful for. That's for sure. And for this episode, I'll be joined by uh, a special guest, Mark Trunk, who has been on some other Packer previews of mine, and he's going to be on again for this preview. So I'll be having him uh, come in after I introduce everything uh, more as far as everything I'm about to say, and then I'll uh, take an audio break, and then we'll start uh, with welcoming Mark back into the show and getting his thoughts on the game and uh everything so moving ahead though with uh setting everything up for the game the packers opened a nine point favorite they are now jumped up just a little bit to a nine and a half point favorite so they're favored pretty good uh as far as odds to win i mean being favored by nine nine and a half is is pretty substantial so that's uh, a good start for the packers but obviously it's just a early favorite and all that matters is what happens on the game and that and fa- favorites are kind of good indicators of what might happen, but it'll be decided on the field. That's for sure. So the bears are on a four game losing streak and they're actually coming off their bye week. So they'll be rested and ready to go and uh, kind of hopefully for their sake, better on offense. I know a lot of there's people within the media, a lot of bears, People aren't very happy with their offense. It has been very non-existent pretty much so far this year. I mean, it's made a few flash plays where, where, where they've done some good things, but for the most part, it hasn't, it hasn't done very well. So they're trying to look for an uptick in their offense and uh, hopefully for their sake, they can uh, get that because they've always had a good defense. I mean, that's kind of their history as far as 
within the past, it's always been when you think about the Bears, one of the things that comes to mind is they have a really good defense consistently, and they do again this year. So I look for that to be the same uh, in this game and everything. And then the Packers have lost their last game, which was the unfortunate overtime heartbreaker to the Indianapolis Colts, which was last Sunday. And as far as looking at some rankings overall total yards-wise for this game, the Packers' offense is sixth, while the Bears' offense is 30th. And then for the defenses, the Packers' defense is 11th. The Bears' defense is tied for 8th. And then moving ahead, offense, passing yards, Packers are 7th. Rushing yards, they're 13th. Points, they're 3rd. Third down percentage, they're fourth. And then for the Bears, passing yards are 24th. Rushing yards, they're 20, or rather 32nd. Points, they are 31st. And third round percentage, they're 32nd. And then as far as defense, passing yards, the Bears are 10th. Rushing yards, they are 15th. Points, they're 6th. Third down percentage, they're first. And then uh, for the Packers, defense passing yards, 14th. Rushing yards, 13th. Points, 17th. And third down percentage, they're 12th. So, as you can see, like I mentioned before, the Bears have a good defense. I mean, they're ranked within the top 10 for all categories. And then even for rushing yards, they're not ranked within the top 10, but they're still at the first half of the NFL as far as their 15th. So uh, that'll be something to uh, look out for, their their defense, uh, hopefully for their sake, making it hard on Aaron Rodgers and everything, and uh, being as stout as they can as far as that goes because their defense is what keeps them in games. I mean, they've been in a lot of close kind of, I guess you could say, ugly knock down drag out games and their defense has been basically the reason why they're in those games and it, they give their offense a chance to come back but their offense so far hasn't been able to make much of anything happen i mean here here and there like any offense it'll it'll have a nice player or, or a nice uh little momentum but for the most part it, it's been really struggling and uh that's something uh, that is very evident for them. So the injury report, though, moving ahead for both teams, starting with the Packers, they have running back Tyler Irvin listed as questionable. Cornerback uh, Kadar Holman, questionable. Cornerback Josh Jackson, questionable. Center Corey Lindsley, questionable. Wide receiver Equinemia St. Brown, questionable. Wide receiver Marquez Valdez Scantling, questionable and then they also put Montrevious Adams the defensive tackle and James Burgess the linebacker on IR and also earlier in the week I believe Field Yates of ESPN reported that they brought in wide receiver Tavon Austin among others for a workout so we'll see if he signs on with them I know the Packers have had some troubles with uh, return game production uh, most notably with the last game against the Colts. Darius Shepard had a fumble, and that certainly didn't make Packer fans happy. And he also had one where he 
uh, had a questionable decision with fielding a kickoff, and then it wasn't the right decision. So then the Packers didn't get that good uh, field position. So maybe they make a move there and uh, move on from Shepard. But for right now, Shepard's still on the team, and they certainly like Shepard, but he certainly had some uh, questionable decisions, I think is fair to say. I mean, it, it's true. So uh, we'll see what happens. Tavon Austin is a former first-round pick, I believe a top-10 pick out of uh, West Virginia. He's, he's been on a few NFL teams so far and is now a free agent. So he's kind of a nice uh, – he's on the shorter side, but he's a nice slot receiver who is really speedy and everything. So we'll see if they sign him. And he would probably, I would think, be their new returner. Uh, and then he'd add a nice uh, little aspect to their offense too. So – We'll see what happens there, but switching sides to the Bears, as far as their injury report, they have elevated quarterback Tyler Bray from the practice squad, and then they have listed quarterback Nick Foles as doubtful. So, therefore, quarterback Mitchell Trubisky is set to start for the game. And then moving ahead in their injury report, defensive tackle Akeem Hicks is questionable. Offensive lineman Charles Leno Jr. is questionable. Defensive back Shriek McManus is questionable. Defensive back Buster Screen is questionable. And then to round it out, offensive lineman Rashad Coward is questionable. So that is a overview of the game and kind of setting everybody up for the game as far as the records, the game time, the favorite, the rankings going in, the injury reports and a few other uh, news and notes that I uh, touched on as far as some things that came out within the media um, ahead of this game. So in the next segment of this episode of Big A Sports Show, I'm your host, Adam Handel. I'll be welcoming in my guest, who is Mark Trunk. Uh, I guess you could say re-welcoming in, him into a, another Packer preview. So I will have him on for his thoughts and getting you even more set for the big Sunday night battle in the NFC North between the Chicago Bears and the Green Bay Packers. So stay tuned for that after this short audio break. Moving ahead and continuing on in another edition of Big A Sports Show, I'm your host, Adam Van Andel, and continuing the preview of the Chicago Bears versus Green Bay Packers game, which is Sunday night football. And again, that is... Sunday, November 29th at 7.20 p.m. Central Time on NBC as the Bears are 5-5 five and five and the Packers are 7-2 and two coming into the game. A battle of two NFC North teams in the first of two. And in the first portion of this episode of my podcast, I have given an overview and set things up as far as everything that I talked about in that portion. And I will now welcome in my special guest, Mark Trunk, to talk first about the Bears personnel offensively and defensively, and then we'll take another audio break and then continue with the Packers offense and defense personnel, and then another audio break, and then wrap it up with our predictions. And then after each time, he talks about his personnel as far as his look at both teams' personnel. I'll uh, chime in with my thoughts as well. So, Mark, welcome into another edition of my podcast as far as a Packer preview. Thank you for joining the show with me and uh, talk about the Bears personnel. So welcome in again. 
Yeah, thanks, Adam. So uh, just talking about the Bears' uh, season so far, and then I'll break down the personnel a little bit more. So the Bears, they are 5-5. Five and five. They actually started out 5-1 and one this year. Uh, they started with Trubisky for the first like two and a half games, and they went to Nick Foles. And really their offense has struggled with both quarterbacks and been one of the worst in the league consistently week after week. But the defense has kept them in every game, so – uh, this is going to be a very important game for them and if they hope to win the division and even the wild card against the Packers. So um, talking about their personnel on offense first, so it's going to be Mitchell Trubisky instead of Nick Foles because Foles was hurt with an injury from his game against the Vikings two weeks ago. And um, really Trubisky has definitely had an up-and-down career in Chicago, um, definitely been under fire from the media and the, their fan base. He's definitely struggled with accuracy and decision-making, so that will be interesting to see how the Packers play him and what Mike Penton decides to dial up against him. And then as far as the running back, David Montgomery is going to be the guy. He's returning from being out a few weeks ago with a concussion. And Chicago works. Uh, the Chicago ranks as one of the worst rushing teams in the league, so that's good news for the Packers. Uh, Montgomery does sometimes be a factor out of the backfield as far as catching passes. So look for him in the screens and dump off game check downs for Trubisky. And then just talking about the bears receivers a little bit, Allen Robinson is definitely the number one priority for Mike Pettin to try and stop in the passing game. He's a big phys- physical receiver. He's really done well, no matter what quarterback he's been working with the last few years. So I'm assuming Jair Alexander will probably be on him, but, We'll see. Maybe they put Kevin King on him since Kevin King is more of a compared since Kevin King is closer to Robinson in size. And then they have Anthony Miller, so he's more of a slot receiver for them. He's like only five ten, so he can be a factor in the underneath game against the Packers. And then another receiver they have Darnell Mooney. He's actually a rookie. He's one of one of the fastest receivers from this year's combine. So. Um, we'll see if maybe the Bears try to use his speed in some way to beat the Packers. And then, of course, Jimmy Graham. So we all know he went from Green Bay to Chicago. He is really not stretching the field at all. He can't really run fast on the field anymore, but he's still a threat in the red zone. He has five touchdowns this year. So, you know, if they get down in the red zone, don't be surprised if they try to throw him jump balls or something like that. And then they do have Cordell, Cordell Patterson as well, so he's more of a gadget guy for him. Bears like using him in reverses and tosses out of the backfield and really just getting the ball in his hands and uh, trying to let him make a play. And then um, just talking about the Bears' defense, so this is one of the best defenses in the league, uh, led by Chuck Pagano, who's a defensive coordinator, former Colts head coach. And some players to look out for for them, Akeem Hicks, so he is on the injury report this week, but if he plays, he's um, one of the best run stoppers in the NFL. So it'll be interesting to see who he goes against, whether that be Elton Jenkins or um, Lucas Patrick or or someone else. It's going to be tough for the Packers to run inside, I think, this game. And then also Khalil Mack is one of the top rushing outside linebackers in the league. He's big, physical, fast. And uh, it will be interesting to see who he goes against, and hopefully the Packers can uh, keep him away from Rodgers as much as possible. And then Rokon Smith, he's one of the best uh, up-and-coming up, up and coming 
young linebackers in the league is really fast. He can go sideline to sideline, so I'm assuming he'll probably be matched up against Aaron Jones in certain situations. And then they do have a good secondary, so led by Eddie Jackson. He's had a lot of interceptions over the last few years and is regarded pretty highly among uh, NFL experts for how well he plays for them. And then um, Kyle Fuller, he's a two-time pro bowler for the Bears at cornerback, and he'll probably be matched up against Devontae Adams and then um, maybe in other situations too. But overall, Overall, uh, what, what you need to know about the Bears on offense and defense, offense, Matt Nagy actually handed the play calling over to Bill Lazor a few weeks ago, so we might see some different um, strategy there, but they've really struggled all year getting anything going. And then their defense is good as usual. They're tough and physical, so it will not be easy for the Packers to you know put up a, a huge point total on them. But, uh, yeah, I'll uh, hand it over to you, Adam. Yeah, I think you uh, made some really good points as far as the Bears personnel offensively and defensively. And uh, as far as your point on their play calling situation offensively, as far as the uh, change in play calling from Matt Nagy, their head coach, who's an offensive mind, to Bill Lazor, the offensive coordinator, I think it's just kind of an attempt for the Bears to switch things up, get, get something else. Uh, going as far as uh, some some play calls and everything. I mean, they're both on the same staff, so they probably have similar ideas as far as how they want to do things. So I'm not sure if there will be a drastic change as far as that goes because of the fact that they are on the same staff, but you might get some, some different play calls and uh, some uh, different motions, some different route concepts, things like that. I know that the new thinking offense where it's very innovative or everything like that from uh, the bright, young, fresh-minded coaches. I mean, Matt Nagy's a pretty young mind and everything, so they, they definitely want to try and keep that going as far as they do have players, much like the Packers, who can do the uh, jet motion type stuff as far as the Packers have players like Tyler Irvin, who is on, on the injury report for this week's game against the Bears. So look, look out on the injury report for all the players, but especially him as far as who's in and who's out. Uh, usually an hour and a half before the game, it gets released within the media. So uh, it'll be interesting to see if Irvin is able to go. But even if he's not, they still do the jet motion stuff with Jamal Williams and, and uh, rather Aaron Jones. They're two uh, top running backs. So that'll be something where it should be uh, pretty constant with LaFour's offense. And then uh, also for the Bears on their side, they do have players like Cordell Patterson, who's a fast, really fast receiver, and uh, Darnell Mooney, as you mentioned, Mark, one of the faster receivers in this year's draft. So they do have those kind of jet motion ideal players for that offense if if they do try and – incorporated in their offense so uh that's something to look out for as, as far as that idea as far as an offense and then also the other options that any offense can run so uh that's something uh to be looking out for and then uh, also for their offense just maybe a change in quarterback i mean i know trubisky hasn't been great 
in the past for the Bears, but maybe he's sat behind Foles the last few games as a backup. Maybe he's learned some new things. I mean, sometimes being an observer of, of a game can, can really help and pick up even more things than you, what you already have in, in that, and then you you get the another chance of being a, a starter. So we'll see what happens. Uh, I don't think he'll be like anything special as far as he'll be like making amazing, unbelievable plays and be just making a basically earth-shattering impact as far as a noticeable impact. But I think there might be a little bit of an uptick in their play offensively. Not much, but maybe a little bit. I mean, they're, what, 30th overall? I mean, they're within the bottom half. I mean, you can't get much worse than what they, what they already are. So uh, there's bound to be probably some in, uptick in their offensive play, whether it be small or big. I would probably go more towards small. And then defensively, again, they're really stout defensively. They have all those players that you mentioned, Mark. And uh, especially Akeem Hicks, like you mentioned, he's on their injury report. And uh, it'll be really key if he's able to go, then that'll really help them because he's one of the best defensive tackles in the game. Uh, and then if he's not, the, that, that'll kind of hurt them. But they'll still be pretty – Still, like they always are, but he's definitely a really good uh, player. And then in, in that event, they'll have to have somebody uh, step up for them. So it'll be a challenge for uh, Aaron Rodgers and the Packers, as it always is against the Bears defense. I believe Rodgers on the Pat McAfee show, he's on every Tuesday. And uh, I'm paraphrasing, but he basically said when Pat McAfee uh, posed the question to him about the game coming up, he basically said, paraphrasing again, you know, it's going to be a tough challenge against the Bears. It'll be a it'll be a battle. It'll probably be more low scoring. I would say, uh, typically they're more low scoring games than high scoring. Uh, so Packers will have their hands full, but I foresee as a kind of a teaser to my prediction later on in this episode of my podcast. I think they'll get it done uh, in a very close game, but it, it'll be a tough game. And then uh, Mark, uh, switching things over back to you and talking about the Packers personnel. Yeah, just uh, we're gonna just talk about the Packers on uh, offense and defense. What is gonna be some key things to look out for for the game? So at first, I said to get Aaron Jones going. He's kind of struggled the last few weeks as far as getting big plays going in the running game. Uh, I thought it was interesting. I would definitely recommend you guys to follow Aaron Nagler on Cheesehead TV. He's a um, a Packer writer, and he talks about how there might be some teams that are catching on to the Packers' running style as far as cutting off their um, their backdoor runs and, and cuts and some of the big plays that Aaron Jones had earlier this year. So Packers might have to adapt and change some things up as far as that goes. And then they're going to have to make sure they protect Rodgers against the Bears' front seven. There's a lot of talented guys they have and a lot of good pass rushers like Khalil Mack and also have uh, Robert Quinn and then um, Akeem Hicks is a, a good pass rusher as well from the defensive tackle spot. And then if Marquez Valdez-Scaling is out, uh, the Packers are going to probably have to rely more on Alan Lazard and the tight ends to get more involved um, since MVS has kind of been a big target for them the last few weeks. And Packers need to stop turning the ball over. I mean, you hear it almost all the time. Turnovers are really important, but last week they had three turnover, three turnovers on offense. 
and they had a couple of turnovers a few weeks ago against Jacksonville. So you're just not going to be able to beat the top teams in the league if you keep doing that. And uh, I think that's one of the only ways the Bears stay really close in this game is if the backers turn the ball over and give their give the Bears offense um, good field position. And then the weather looks like it's going to be more favorable for downfield passing than it was the last few games. It doesn't look like it's going to be as windy. So that should help out um, and maybe make the Packers be more two-dimensional and have more plays at their disposal to use. And then uh, as far as Packers on defense, so kind of like, you know, what all teams try to do against quarterbacks is to force force them into long third into third and long situations and force Trubisky into mistakes. He's thrown a lot of interception is interceptions in his career and uh, struggles with accuracy at some point. So hopefully the Packers will be able to get him in the situations that they want to and dictate the line of scrimmage. And then, like I was saying earlier, don't let Allen Robinson beat you in the passing game. He's you know, by far the most talented player and most accomplished player uh, as far as receiving. So hopefully Mike Patton will have a plan dialed up for him. And something else that I, we haven't mentioned yet, but the Bears offensive line is really beaten up. They've had several injuries this year to guys, and they I don't think they have more than like two or three starters left from their original offensive line at the beginning of the season. So that should be a great opportunity for guys like Rashawn Gary and Zadarius Smith and Kenny Clark to get after the quarterback, stop the run. Um, Packers need to also be better on crossing routes than they have been the last few weeks. You saw in the Colts game, there was a huge play to Michael Pittman that went for a touchdown that should have been maybe a 10, 10, 15-yard game at most if the Packers were on the same page. So that'll be interesting. I'm usually, you know, with the, with the NFL, if one team has success, then the the next week, then the other teams tend to try to copy them and make the Packers adjust. So that'll be interesting to see what happens with that. And then also just on special teams, again, another thing that we, it seems like we keep saying, but the Packers need to get better on kick return and punt coverage. Actually, Cordell Patterson is leading the league in kickoff return yardage. Um, so that'll be important. And then the Packers punting last week was not very good. And they also had that huge fumble with Darius Shepard on the kickoff return. And it'll be interesting to see who they put back there um, as far as who they bring in. I don't know if maybe Tyler Irvin or someone else, but I'm assuming the Bears are going to probably try to kick it short again like the Colts did last week and try to make the Packers figure it out and get them into worse field position than usual. So what do you think about that, Adam? Yeah, I think offensively the Packers just need to I mean, for any team, you, you say this, but it, it it's true for the Packers, too. You, you just need to play your game and, and do what you do best and, and stick to your strengths. And, like, the Packers' offense this year hasn't been a problem. Like, it's scored a lot of points. It's been super productive. Yeah, have they turned the ball over a few times? Yes. And do they need to clean up the turnovers? Yes. But the bottom line is they put up points and – in every game, pretty much every game this year, they're scoring around 30 points. And you would say in an NFL game, if you're able to do that, you would win more times than you'd lose. So, and that's a very true thing because they're seven and two. 
And yeah, they've lost the true test uh, matchups as far as the two games this year against the Buccaneers and the Colts. And then the other games, some people would say, and I, I would agree with those people that they're not like playing amazing competition. But uh, look, they're still doing a nice, solid job of uh, playing and taking care of their own business. I mean, they also had the uh, loss to the Vikings, too, uh, earlier in the season, which was kind of head-scratching, I guess you could say, as far as they weren't able to uh, contain Dalvin Cook and everything from that uh, perspective. So they'll definitely need to uh, bottle up as much as possible uh, David Montgomery and uh, really try and make the Bears one-dimensional and make Mitchell Trubisky throw the ball because anytime you can do that, more times than not, you're going to be set up for success. And uh, offensively for the Packers, just do what you do best, stick to your strengths. And I thought on this week's episode of the Pat McAfee Show, Aaron Rodgers made a good point. He made the point, and I'm paraphrasing here, but he basically said in his view the third quarter is really crucial to who wins the game for any game. And that is something that is uh, very noteworthy that he said. And uh, I guess it's something where Aaron Rodgers is very intellectual and uh, knows a lot about the game. I mean, you hear him talk about the game and he's really smart and everything. And he's able to bring up plays like from years ago and he's able to remember them like, spot on so Aaron definitely knows what he's he's doing he's very uh smart and he's also a very amazing football player too so uh Rodgers keeps playing well and then their running game I think their running game's been doing a pretty good job in the receiving game and and the rushing game for the most part and then also on the receiving game Devontae Adams is obviously their lead player uh, as far as one of the best uh, receivers, if not the best in the game. And then Marquez Valdez-Scantling, I think he's a good uh, player. He, for the most part, statistics-wise, he's showing really well. I mean, he's drawn a lot of criticism for his fumbles and everything with the last game and all the unfortunate stuff that came out of that. But uh, he, he's done a nice job for the most part. And he's uh, really, when you look at his stats, he's a very solid player. I mean, he's not an amazing player, but he, he's, he holds his own and, and everything. And, and he does everything in his power to uh, do very well. Uh, and so far he's done that. And then also their tight ends, they mix in uh, here and there and then uh, some other receivers too. So I think their offense is very good and it, it should uh, do a very respectable job against the uh, Chicago bears. Although I think the bears may hold them under 30, where they're a very stingy defense and it'll be tough. But uh, I think the Packers will make enough plays to be able to win the game. And uh, the Packers defense, I mean, just try and create turnovers, and that's something that they haven't been doing a good job of this year so far. But uh, there's still a lot of season left, and there's still a lot of time for you to make, make that happen. And they do, do have the impact players. I mean, probably the most impactful players – who's kind of gone a little bit under the radar this year is Rashawn Gary. He's done a very nice job. And uh, Preston Smith has kind of struggled a little bit as far as last year. He's really good. This year he's been pretty solid, but uh, maybe taking a little bit of a step back, but he's still a very good football player. 
And then Zadarius Smith has done pretty solid. And then Kenny Clark is also a player that uh, holds his own and, and doesn't get all the stats or all the accolades as far as the highlight plays or, or anything like that. But uh, that's kind of what a defensive tackle is. Somebody that, that they do the uh, dirty work and uh, they just kind of do their best. So uh, I think that they're, they'll be very solid defensively and they just need to make Mitchell Trubisky beat them and uh, make the Bears one-dimensional and uh, just do the best they can and, and try and win this game. And then their secondary. I mean, the secondary is pretty underrated in my opinion. I mean, they have Jair Alexander, Kevin King leading their cornerback uh, depth as far as their depth chart there. And then their safeties are pretty solid too. And, uh, Adrian Amos and Darnell Savage. So that's kind of my thoughts there. And then also I agree with you, Mark, as far as the special teams game, they're going to need to contain Cordell Patterson as much as possible. And I agree with you. I think that the, um, the, the Packers should uh, definitely try and kick it out of the end zone on kickoffs because then you, you minimize the chances of Cordell Patterson taking it out of the end zone and trying to go the distance as far as the touchdown. Although there's been some cases where the teams kicked it in the end zone and Cordell's even taken it out because he's one of the best returners in the game and he's trying to make something happen. And also it helps them too because their offense isn't very productive too. So one of the ways for them to score as far as so far this year, as far as the source of points is getting a return for a touchdown or something like that. So sometimes something like that, as far as their season goes up until this point, is kind of a way of them getting some offense too, even though their offense has been struggling in its own right. So that is something uh, to take note of. And then also Packers need to be better in the special teams game. I think that goes without saying. Uh, There's no other way around it. They've been pretty shaky there. I mean, I think that's a fair point to make. So... That is uh, kind of an overview of both the team's personnel. And after this short audio break, Mark and I will predict the game, and that will do it for another edition of Big A Sports Show. I'm your host, Adam Manhandel. So stay tuned for the predictions next after this short audio break. Moving ahead and Closing out another edition of Big A Sports Show. I'm your host, Adam Handel. As far as continuing the preview for the Chicago Bears versus the Green Bay Packers Sunday night football game, it'll be on NBC at 7.20 p.m. Central Time. And the Packers are 7-3, and three, I believe, earlier in the show. We said that they were 7-2, and two, but our mistake there, they are 7-3. and three. They have the three losses against the Buccaneers, the Colts, and the Vikings. So... Just wanted to make note of that. And uh, also, the Bears are 5-5. Five and five. So that is what the teams are coming into the game as far as the record. And then we've previewed the game as far as an overview. And then getting Mark Trunk, my special guest, thoughts on the personnel for both sides heading into the game. And we will round out with our predictions. And I will go first. I think that the Packers will win the game. I believe that the Packers will win 24 to 13. I think their defense is going to have a 
pretty solid showing, and they are going to make things hard on Mitchell Trubisky. Now, there also is a very good possibility, unfortunately, that Trubisky reinserts into the lineup and he's refreshed and he's he's feeling good and he has a really good productive game against the Packers. So that is a possibility, but that's my prediction. I think 24-13, I think the Packers will have a good defensive game for the most part. They'll be able to create a turnover or two, and then their offense will be solid. They won't be scoring 30 points like they've been for the most part in the past games so far up until this point, but they will be pretty productive as far as scoring 24 points. And in the NFL, scoring is hard. Everything, I mean, the game's hard for anybody uh, to play, and the players do the best they can to to be as good as they are at the game and, and everything. So scoring 24 points in an NFL game against a really good defense will be uh, something that's very good for the Packers, and I believe that they'll be able to get the win in an 11-point win. And uh, early on, it'll probably be closer and and back and forth, but I think the Packers, late in the game, will have a one-possession lead, and then they'll be able to get the score uh, to put them up two possessions, and they uh, won't look back from there. So uh, offense should be pretty productive. Aaron Rodgers should be able to uh, wheel and deal as much as possible on the Bears' uh, stingy defense, and then special teams, hopefully they can clean things up there and uh, make things not stand out as much as far as it's just a normal game, special teams-wise. Kicker turns, the player gets tackled at around the usual yard line, and there's no returns uh, happening there, and then the kicking game is, is solid for both teams. So I don't think there will be anything noticeable happening there. And then... Uh, Defensively, the Packers will, will do a nice job, as I said. And then uh, the Packers uh, will be able to get the win. So, Mark, your prediction. Yep, so I have the Packers winning as well. I have uh, Packers 23, Bears 20. Uh, I think this will be an ugly game. So, you know, I'm more of a fan of offensive football. I love high-scoring games. Unfortunately, with the Bears, that doesn't really happen that much uh, with their physical defense and their offense isn't very good. Uh, the Packers kind of struggled last year against the Bears' defense, um, scoring a lot of points. So I think they will will score enough to get it done. I think probably maybe a turnover by Trubisky might be the difference in the game. And uh, I'm excited about this game. Packers-Bears always get rivalry, and especially if the Packers win this game, uh, they almost are certain to win the division and then, you know, get a home playoff game. So I think they'll be able to get it done. And they're also undefeated this year in primetime games. So I think that'll help them out as well. I'll say Packers 23, Bears 20. Yeah, so me and Mark are kind of line and step as far as our prediction with the Packers winning. And, again, we always take a you know critical approach and we uh, look at both teams and, and be fair in our predictions. So, I know we picked the Packers a lot uh, as far as that goes, but that's something that we think will happen. We, we, we believe the Packers will win, and uh, we're not uh, doing a homer prediction by any means as far as that goes. We, we take a fair uh, prediction, and if we think the other team's going to win, then we'll say the other team's going to win. So, But uh, for the most part, we really think that the Packers uh, will be able to win, and so far uh, they've been able to do that uh, for the most part on their season, and hopefully for their sake it will continue. And uh, for the Bears, I mean, in this game, they're looking for uh, kind of a 
bounce back win. I mean, they lost four in a row coming into this game, and they're coming off a of bye week, so they're looking to get things back on track. But uh, we think the Packers will uh, be able to get the job done and advance their record to eight and three, and move on to uh, the Eagles. They play the Eagles next week at Lambeau Field. And uh, we'll be doing a, another Packer preview for that. In addition to everything else I do for uh, the Big A Sports Show, I'm your host, Adam Van Handel. So that will conclude this episode of my podcast. And thank you all for all the listening support. I really appreciate it. And I look forward to continue. And if you want to continue to spread the word about my show, you can continue to spread the word about my show. I'm always looking for as many consistent listeners as possible. And uh, I hope you all enjoy the game on Sunday night as Mark and I for sure will be dialed into it as well. And hopefully the Packers will get the job done, although we both think it'll be a good uh, battle between two NFC North teams as far as one of the great rivalries in football. So again, that will do it for another episode of Big H Sports Show. I'm your host, Adam Van Handel, and coming up next week will be another full force content heavy editions of Big A Sports Show. I'm your host, Adam and Handel. So have a great rest of your weekend.